Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Hi, everyone. This is Richard Gearhart, founder of Gearhart Law, a full-service intellectual property law firm. Welcome again to Passage to Profit, your favorite show about entrepreneurs, businesses, and intellectual property. <laughs> Probably one of the few. I'm Elizabeth Gearhart. I work at Gearhart Law. I do marketing. I'm not an attorney. I'm a patent agent, but those days are kind of behind me. And we are so thrilled to have a wonderful set of people here. I, I'm just so excited about the show, really. With some fantastic guests and a really broad spectrum of projects and ideas and technologies. So something for everybody tonight. But before we get to our guests, let's go to IP in the news. Okay, so this actually came out in April, but in April, we weren't into taping regularly because we're still trying to figure all this quarantine stuff out, but it's worth mentioning now. So you've probably heard the word blockchain, cryptocurrency, all that stuff. Well, it's kind of complicated. It's a financial thing, but Microsoft did write a patent application that they have submitted to the patent office that published in April, where you could be sitting there working online and maybe an ad comes up and maybe you look at that ad. And so they're coming up with a way to measure you looking at that ad by your body heat or hooking you up to instruments or whatever. And then using that to verify these are the people looking at your ad and putting it as a piece of the blockchain for advertising. So the scary part about this is that they say you can either wear the sensor or have it implanted <laughs> in the person who's looking at it. So what are they been taking... saying about Bill Gates lately? <laughs> so this is like taking advertising to a whole new level. I mean, if you're a marketing person, the return on investment on marketing has always been like the holy grail. You want to understand is your advertising reaching people? And what they've developed now is a technology that they can put on every single person and figure out what they're looking at and if they're reading the whole ad. And then I guess monitoring behavior afterwards and that way they can find out if their ads are, are really working, right? Right. And we, I have to give credit to the author who published this so that I could find it. It was Adam Smith and he did it in PC Mag back in April. The application is called Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. So as I've said, I usually talk about Apple, but these tech companies are really innovation companies. They're taking companies, over the world. <laughs> and uh, they're moving us closer and closer to Star but, Trek every but time. But the, the weird thing about it is if you participate in the program, and this has not been commercialized or fully developed it's yet. It's not even a patent yet. It's but an they give you cryptocurrency credits for watching the advertisements. So Bitcoin, everybody's kind of heard about those things. You don't get real money for this, but... You do get cryptocurrency, which who knows, may be worth something someday, somehow, someplace. So we'll see where it goes. Where it I would goes. like to get paid for people using my data for advertising. That would be nice. Yeah, and yeah. also for that implant they want to put in your head. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> they probably wouldn't want to put it in mine. Okay, well, we've beaten that one to death. Okay. So now we're on the patent palooza, and this is where a lot of people turn the radio off. But, but, but please <laughs> well, you can don't try to that. make it entertaining <laughs> we'll, a little bit. try to make it entertaining. But the moral of the story is the paperwork that you file with your patent can be life or death for the existence of the patent. So most people, they think about the patent itself, the text, the drawings, the claims, all that kind of stuff. And the substance of the patent is the most important thing. And normally it is. But the documents that you file 
with the Patent and Trademark Office that go along with the patent also have to be right. So the story is that there's this technology out there called CRISPR. And if you're a really geeky scientist type person, you know that CRISPR is like on the cutting edge of biotechnology. And what CRISPR allows you to do is it allows you to sequence and cut off pieces of DNA and chromosomes and then replace them with something else. So it's the set of tools that you can use to make genetic modifications, which is useful for medicines and curing diseases, right? Like COVID. Like COVID, yeah, absolutely. So uh, they were having a big patent fight about the CRISPR patents in Europe. And, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, these patents came from the Broad, which is this collaboration between Harvard University and MIT. And they have about 10 patents. And these are like considered the holy grail of science and technology engineering. And so they were having a patent fight about it in Europe. And it turns out that some of the filing documents that they used were incorrect. They had made some mistakes on the filing documents. And because the filing documents were incorrect, they didn't get the original date of filing of the patents. They had to accept a later filing date. And because of that, new patents could be used as prior art to invalidate the patents. So the bottom line is a few tiny mistakes, and they were really tiny mistakes on the filing papers, on the documents that were submitted to the patent office, resulted in two of these 10 really significant patents from completely being invalidated. And that was probably worth a few million dollars. Oh, I would say it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, you know, you can argue on the positive side that, okay, this opens the technology up to other people, but the Broad was always very generous about giving licenses to people to use this for scientific research, but they lose control because they don't have the patents anymore. So let that be a lesson to you. If you're filing intellectual property, make sure that you're trademark professional. You know, ask them, are all the filing documents right? It's amazing how complicated this stuff gets and how every tiny little thing has to be perfect. That's why very few people go into patent law. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. You have to be a little bit of a nut to like this stuff, but we do and we're good at it at uh, Gearheart Law. And it, this is the most extreme example of mm -hmm. how a few tiny mistakes in paperwork have resulted in the destruction of some of the most important patents filed in recent years. So there you go, patent palooza. So with that, we'll go to our first break. But if you have listened to that, please don't leave because... <laughs> we really do have interesting things <laughs> yes. coming up. Chris Pan is our guest for the next segment, and he has created a movement, and a ton of celebrities are doing it. And it's something that seems simple, but the energy behind it has made it fabulous. And I can hardly wait to talk about it. We'll be right back. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their Passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. 
Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest today, Chris Pan. Chris invented something that seems kind of simple, but has taken off because the emotion and just the love around it and everything has just captured people. So Chris, please tell us about my intent. Well, the easiest way to understand my intent is to um, help you find your word. The idea is we pick a word that we want to focus on for the coming days, weeks, months as an inner journey to find out who we are. Because, you know, so much of our lives, you know, we're busy and it's rare that we take a pause and just look inside to see what makes things worthwhile. So if you all want to just take a moment, take a deep breath in with me. Let's let it out. And so I'll ask you a couple quick questions. You know, if you think about somebody you really admire, you know, what is it that you admire about this person? What's a quality or a virtue that you admire about somebody that you admire that maybe you want to bring into your life? You know, is it to be more patient? Is it to be more kind, more compassionate? Um, you know, what's that one word that you might want to embody? You know, a second question could be, uh, if you think about a challenge in your life right now, what would it take to overcome that challenge? You know, maybe more resilience, determination, or maybe it's just to let go more and just allow and just trust. And the third question that I'd like to ask and the final question is, um, you know, what are you most passionate about and what makes you feel alive? You know, maybe it's just a reminder to sing, to dance, to play, to create, to paint. So these are three very simple questions that we often ask people to help them find a word that would inspire them to just remember to do that one thing that will make life just more exciting and more meaningful. So do you guys all have your words? That was very interesting exercise. And I want to say I cheated a little bit though, because I saw your videos last night and I already picked my word. So my word is passion. And I don't know why, honestly, that word popped into my head last night when we were watching some of your previous appearances. But for some reason, it just resonated with me. And what is so funny is that I can be very indecisive sometimes. So Lots of times I will be like, oh, maybe that's not, you know, sort of by picking a word, you kind of exclude other words, right? So that's the hard part because you don't want to just be like a one word person. There's multiple sides to us, right? But I pick passion and that's my word. And so that's what I'm sticking with. I think my word is going to be determination because I started this new project company in October and I pivoted, of course, for COVID, but it's going great but it's a lot of work and I have some help. I don't have any money for it really much and I don't have some of the help that I really need. So I have to figure out how to power through and be determined just to make it go because I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. I enjoy doing it. It's a wonderful project and the people that I'm working with on it love it too. So I am going to say determination. And I'll say my word is purpose. I've been working from home for the last almost six months and I've had a lot of time to just kind of sit and be still and kind of realign my thoughts and just my intent on things. And I would say like this, I feel like this is definitely a season that's made me like hyper-focused on what's the bigger picture and like kind of what does all this mean? So I would definitely say that purpose is my word. My word is serenity. I think all of us are entrepreneurial and we all, you know, have passion and all these things that, uh, that drive us. I think for myself, I want to bring more serenity into all areas of my life, even though 
we uh, we're very busy and and we can be driven. Uh, we can all bring a little more serenity into it. Listening to your exercise, the word trust you said really jumped out at me. And I think from the idea of just, especially in COVID times, being able to trust in ourselves, in our abilities, in our knowledge, and knowing that we can get through this, that we uh, can um, find the way out of this craziness that we're living in right now, either personally or in our business or in our relationships. I really identified with the word trust. My words will be dedication. I think as an entrepreneur, I think um, when you put your mind to it and you dedicate it to what you're doing and it's always come out successful. So yeah, dedication is my word. Just listening to you, I think the word I choose is patience. Um, And during this time of COVID, it has actually allowed me to be able to do that. I'm one of those people that when I do something, I need it to happen right away. And a lot of times I make that mistake and make that decision. And then everyone always tells me, take your time think about it and yield the right decision will come to you. So that's something that I need literally imprinted everywhere in my life. So I remember to be patient. And I think I uh, would have been able to derail from a lot of mistakes I've made if I had more patience. So, (laughs) so Chris, what would be the next step then? Now we have our words. So now what do we do with them? Uh, You can write it on a post-it note, put it on your mirror. You can change your password, you know, so that every day you log in, you remind that, or mm-hmm. you can get it on a bracelet. Um, at myintent.org, we have bracelets, necklaces, and we wear a watch on our um, left hand, for example. And energetically, you know, the left side of our body, it represents what we're, it's the receiving side. So we all receive time. And if you put a bracelet on with your word on, the, on your right hand, your intentional side, it's what you do with that time you know, and it's the lesson we're meant to learn in this moment. You know, we're here on earth with a lesson plan and you get to decide, it's choose your own adventure, choose your own lesson. And so, you know, whether it's serenity, whether it's trust, whether it's patience, determination, dedication, it's like an inner workout for us. You know, it's instead of going to the gym and doing pushups, you know, these are the inner lessons that we're doing. I love that so much. Tell us the story about your company. And uh, I know that you kind of kicked things off with Jay-Z. Is that right? Is that how the whole thing kind of started? That, that took it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, I started making these for friends and family for about a year and bumped into Jay-Z. He loved the idea. Then he said, hey, uh, can you come and make these a brunch I'm hosting for my friends, which included Beyonce, Rihanna, Kanye. And uh, I made it for them. Three months later on the cover of the Time 100, there was a photo of Kanye wearing his bracelet. So if you go back to the April 2015 issue, you'll see Kanye with um, his bracelet on the cover very prominently. And that happened at a very um, serendipitous time when I was really you know, thinking about, well, is this project really what I want to work on? And the sales were pretty slow. You know, we were very busy a couple times a year, especially around the holidays, but you know, by kind of February, March, it was pretty quiet. And, uh, and seeing that cover really gave it new energy. And then we ended up being on the Today Show and, and so forth. But that made a huge difference, that one encounter. And, and I often share with my team that 
you know, each intention we put out there, they're just like little seeds. You know, every time we help someone set an intention and an intention is really a seed. If you think about it, it's an intention to be something or do something. And we don't know which seed becomes the big tree, you know, the oak tree and which seed is a redwood and which seed maybe never germinates. But our job is just to plant a lot of seeds and then we'll see, you know, it's up to other forces how they germinate. And that one in particular was big. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I know you have to support yourself. So you do make some revenue from this, but that's not really your purpose in this, right? Your purpose is really to start a movement among people to really focus on what's important. Is that how you would say it? Yeah, this is um, a service project for me. I had a whole career in tech at Facebook. And so I have um, that as the support of how I live. And this is my way to give back to the world and just helping us have that reminder, you know, when times were tough, especially right now, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of turbulence. And I've gotten so many stories about how this is that anchor to keep us grounded in our truth, especially when things feel, um, you know, just really challenging. And I've had so many stories of folks when they're in the middle of that despair, that moment of a really tough time, they look down on their wrist and they they see that they've chosen to have faith. They've chosen to have hope and it gets them through that moment. Myintent.org is where you can order a bracelet, a necklace, a kit, That's the heart of it. That's our main tool. And then we have some live sessions from time to time. It's really about the practice. And even if you don't order anything, it's just come spend some time on the site just to find your word. And it's a practice. And if you want a bracelet, that's great. If not, you can write your word on a post-it note or just, um, you know, make it your screensaver. Awesome. Well, Chris will be staying with us for the rest of the show. So I, I love this. This is amazing. It's what we need right now, what we've always needed. So we'll be back with more Passage to Profit and amazing stuff coming up. So you're listening to WOR 710, The Voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and media maven Kenya Gibson and our very special guest this evening, Chris Pan from My Intent. Right now, we have a couple of entrepreneurs from the company Buttercloth. Bob Stevens and Don Tran, they're going to be talking about their new apparel. Thanks for inviting us to the show. Buttercloth has been a journey for the last few years. There couldn't have been a better name for the fabric, but Buttercloth is world's most comfortable shirt. To tell you the quick story, Dan, my partner, grew up in Vietnam. By the time he was 10 years old, he was sewing his own clothes. He literally grew up in a tailor shop where his mom and dad operated this. They, of course, didn't want him to get into the fashion business. They'd rather him be an accountant or something. But he had a dream, and his dream was to come to America and be a fashion designer. And little did he know that 10 years from then, he would get that opportunity when his family got the opportunity to come. He didn't have a lot of money, but he saved every penny, worked his way through college, 
and was so talented that immediately got offers from some major brands as a designer. Spent literally 20 years in that space, was a head designer at a major brand for 10 years. And during that time, he had this inspiration. He would go to every meeting, he would wear a dress shirt, but as soon as he would get out of the meeting, he'd put his t-shirt back on because he just didn't like that stretchy, stiff feeling. And one day he said to himself, why can't I design a shirt that looks like this beautiful dress shirt, but feels like that t-shirt? And it inspired him. He went to China and uh, long story short, he worked with the best mills over there and invented this wonderful fabric that has this special six-way stretch and breathability that he eventually called Buttercloth. The company got noticed by Shark Tank. That's part of our story. We got onto the show. Robert Hershevik loved uh, Dan so much and the product that he invested a quarter million dollars and the rest is kind of history. Wow, that's really a great story. And it's really inspirational for all of our entrepreneurs to come from another country, to have a dream. Sometimes it means moving past what your family or your culture thinks is the best for you. Sometimes that's the hardest part about being an entrepreneur. The people that you look to for support also worry that it's such a difficult journey that it could not end well. So tell us about the fabric and what makes it special? Like Bob mentioned that the dresser is really stiff and scratchy and I hate wearing it. And um, I have an experience in, um, with fabric mill in China and I come to them and I tell them that, you know, I need a fabric that is feel like very comfortable, like a t-shirt, your favorite t-shirt. Can you make the fabric for me? Like most fabric is just, they finish it outside, you feel it's smooth, but the inside they unfinish it, it's kind of rough. So that's why when you wear it, it's kind of rough and scratchy. And then I tell them, what if you finish both sides, inside and outside, because the inside part is touching your skin. We want feel that smooth and soft. And they say, you know, that's really hard to do. It's going to take a lot of uh, experiment. And then uh, one day they call me back and they say, you know, we figured out we had to buy the whole row of needles and add to the machine and in order to finish both sides of the fabric. And that's going to cost a lot. And they say, I asked them how much. And they said, Say, um, I say, no problem. Just go ahead and get it and put it in and make that fabric for me. And then a month later, they call me and I fly over to China and try that fabric on, try the shirt on. I'm like, oh my God, I have something going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I call Bob, they say, Bob, we better trademark this, get the name trademark right away. I gonna bring back the shirts so you try it on for me. And then when Bob tried on and he like, I never see his eye like that. And then they say, we have something, we, we better get going quick. That's how Buttercloth started. 
So the shirts literally feel like butter. Yes. It's yes. funny. It makes me think of that. Remember Saturday Night Live, that Mike Myers skit he used to do with Coffee Talk, and he would be like, Barbara Streisand, her voice is like butter. <laughs> so your, your shirts have that same effect. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> one, one thing I'll have to say is that, you know, you, you do have to be careful, you know, what experts you listen to as you're building your business. You just want to put some filters on it. Because we had a number of people, uh, both legal people and marketing people, tell us, oh, you have to change the name. Buttercloth, no, never work. No, I think it's great. We stuck with it. Uh, We persevered. We ended up, we did get the trademark on it. It it took a couple of tries. We did get it. And uh, marketing-wise, of course, uh, those guys were way wrong. It's the perfect name for it. So it would be hard to get a trademark on that because it's got cloth in it, right? That's right. You know, the, the trick ended up being originally butter cloth was two words and it ended up once we shortened it to one word for some reason it made the difference and they let it go through <laughs> so do you have it trademarked around the world we do so the secret to this I, and i didn't realize this is that when you're making cloth there's one side i guess that's finished that's the outside mm-hmm. so in order to get the butter cloth effect you're you're really like weaving both sides right yes correct so the finished part that you would normally be external is also internal so that's very impressive what about yeah. the seams though don't they add to the irritation when you're wearing it? That's a good question. Yes, there's a several machine you can finish the inside with the seam. The way we do it, we also clean finish the seam as well. So it's not going to irritate your skin. So what kind of fabric are these made from then? 100% con. That's the finest, finest yarn you can find on the market. Yeah, that's amazing because there's cotton and there's cotton and there's cotton and there's cotton. Like you, that's right. Like one cotton shirt feels like cardboard and the other one feels like butter cloth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a hundred percent long fiber cotton, which is a very similar cotton to what they would use it like Egyptian sheets. They're very, very fine yarn. And Do you make them for women? Hopefully next year we're gonna come out with women line. So what is your ultimate vision? Like what what do you see happening with this? And and also um, how do you give back as a brand? It's all about comfort, providing comfort. We say that you know people come to the buttercloth brand because of what we say about comfort, but then they come back for the style because it's nice when you can deliver more than you promise, and that's really what we do. They bought it because of what we said about the comfort, but when they get it, they go, wow, this is nicer than I thought it would be, both in the feel, the touch, the look, all of the hidden detail that's in it. So it's the combination of comfort, but with the style. So again, we always say buttercloth is about making you look like a Friday night, but feel like a Sunday morning. That's great. I love that tagline. Are you doing any give back to the community? We was um, donate with um, Torch Foundation, which is the foundation really good that help teenager kids that have a trouble and thinking about their future. And they have a really great program that training like all those kids that prepare for them for their future. Most of the kids there is have a, a rough life. So that is really good uh, foundation that we supporting right now. And on the other hand, I always support the school I went to, which is Otis. We all often donate them and come there and teach all the kids as well. Dan's long-term goal is to give back by someday being able to bring young designers to help them 
move into this space. Well, that's really great. Unfortunately, we're running out of time for this segment, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. Hi, I'm Lisa Askley, the inventress, founder, CEO, and president of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years, hundreds of products later and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world, QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, contact me, Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. It is now time for one of my favorite segments on the radio. Kenya Gibson from iHeart is going to be doing her Cultivate segment. Kenya, what do you have for us this week? So I'm really excited because, you know, Cultivate is all about people who are making a contribution to the culture, whether it's through innovation, whether it's through entrepreneurship. And one of the people that I wanted to talk about and highlight this week is Derek Grace. So Forbes this week has been highlighting him. Derek is a best-selling author. He's a serial entrepreneur, and he's a full-time dad who makes about $1.5 million a month. Um, He teaches people entrepreneurship, has a mentorship program, and is working with a lot of celebrities on how to build different platforms and businesses on the back end. And he recently launched Grace Robotics, which is a a robot company, which I think is very cool and interesting. So if you want to check that out, you can follow Grace Robotics on Instagram. But, But I like Derek for a lot of different reasons because he doesn't fit the mold of your traditional entrepreneur. You know, he's someone who has come from a challenging background and has not let those limitations hold him back. And he has a million tattoos, which I love. So he breaks that whole mold of what an entrepreneur should look like and that stereotypical image. So he's been breaking the mold in all different respects. And I'm so excited to be able to talk about him today. And we should actually have him up here on the show. I think he would be great to have a conversation with. So what kind of robot are they like taking over the world yet? (laughs) I don't know a whole lot about the robots itself, but they're like little robots. They have four legs. I've actually seen them. I think they do all these little different tasks, but it's a space that he felt was important to invest in and expand. And with everything moving to AI and technology, I mean, this is just the next phase of where we're going. I mean, robots, I do believe have a place in our future, hopefully not in a scary way, but he definitely is a visionary and gets it and definitely stays ahead of the curve. That's really great to hear that story. Where can we find out more about him? He has a website. So it's Derek Grace II. He's a huge influencer on social media and he wants to help people and he's making a lot of positive contributions to the culture. I think one of the things that COVID has taught us is that we can't throw all of our eggs in one basket and we can't be codependent on any specific system and we need to stay creative and thinking ahead of what's there. And I think has created this human touch again where we're not so caught up in the superficial things, you know, and not to knock celebrities. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to say that those things are important, but I feel like people are having real 
life problems and they need real life solutions. The more authentic the personality, the stronger the connection and the better ability to relate. Thank you for that. Elizabeth, tell us about Fireside. So if you've watched this or listened to this before, you know that in October, I decided to start a new business called Fireside Directory. And I found a videographer, Angela, who's here with us today. And I started doing interviews of small business owners. I was going to start with attorneys and Angela was my videographer. We did it in our studio here in Summit, New Jersey. And then COVID hit and I decided to expand to all small business owners and do Zoom videos. So what I'm building is a YouTube channel and a website that is a video directory of small business. And I'm transcribing all the videos. What I want to build is the Wikipedia of small business on video. So I do have people from all over because of meeting them on social media. So I have one person is from London who's on there. And I do want to make this as big as possible. And the reason I expanded it was because I found that everybody was really bummed out when this hit in March. All the small business owners were like, what now? And they needed to talk about their business. And it was going to start out 30 second clips of just really short interviews with business owners. And it's turned into stories. So it's more the story of a person's business, the story of themselves. So they're about 10 minutes long. And I figure if somebody doesn't want to watch the whole thing, so what? They can flip to the next one. So I am compiling them on this website called Fireside Directory. It's fireside.directory. And my YouTube channel is Fireside Directory. It's a blue flame. Kenya actually helped me with the logo. And she thought of the tagline, Igniting Connections. Like, she is so brilliant. Working. <laughs> um, and I've been building interviews. I'm getting close to having 50 people on the site. And when that happens, then I'm going to start trying to bring people to the site to find professionals. But it's really a fascinating snapshot of this time in history with small business, too, because everybody's talking about how they've had to pivot for COVID and everything is going virtual. So people that might've just had a client say in New Jersey somewhere are now reaching out all over the States or even across the world. Yeah. And one of the great things is that if you're looking to hire an accountant or a business coach, you get to hear them and what they're like and what's important to them and their priorities in a way that you may not be able to get just by looking at a bio on a website. And then it helps the consumer find the right person for them sooner without having to make a lot of calls. So if you're an entrepreneur, you know how important it is to be efficient with your time and Fireside also fills that need. Well, and Chris, to your point, the way I'm giving back is it's all free. It's free for the videos, interviews. It's free to be on the site. When things get better, I may start charging a subscription fee. I don't know when that's going to be. And if people want better videos, I can set them up with Angela. People may want to redo them after COVID, but right now it's just free. It's a place for people to talk about their businesses. That was a fantastic description of Fireside once again. And Kenya, thank you too. We have to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact 
contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And if you miss the beginning of our show, you really miss some fabulous content. This has just been a wonderful show so far, but we have a podcast. Tune in tomorrow for our podcast. Go to the iHeart app and download the Passage to Profit podcast for this show, and you'll be able to hear everything you missed. You can listen to it a hundred times. But now, okay, can I preface this by saying... I love pistachios. Every holiday season in the winter, I make pistachio cookies. I want to introduce Shauna Amadian with pronuts.com and she has pistachios. Welcome, Shauna. Hi, thank you. So my name is Shauna. I'm the owner of Pronuts. We are a pistachio-based snack that's uh, located in California. We um, grow and sell our own pistachios in Bakersfield. So we come from a line of pistachio growers. Well, about seven or eight years of it. (laughs) I started this company roughly around eight years ago without any knowledge in the grocery industry. I actually was in law school. It was my last year of law school that I thought, okay, law is not for me. It's not anything I want to do. And, you know, I come from a line where parents were, okay, you have to either be a lawyer or a doctor. So the fact that I didn't become a lawyer or a doctor, I think my father's still mad at me right now. (laughs) But anyway, so I, you know, without really knowing anything about industry, we have pistachios. So I figured why not come out with a brand or a product that everyone already loves. And we came out with Pronuts and they're flavored pistachios with added probiotics. We have seven flavors. We have three sweet and four savory. I first started launching this in Canada. And over the course of the years, was able to get them launched in the U.S. and get into distribution in the U.S., parts of it in Japan. And we were the first company to actually add probiotics into anything other than yogurts and drinks. So we were the market setters for that. How the decision to add probiotics? When I first came out with it, I knew everyone loved pistachios, but I wanted to add some sort of twist to it. And about seven, eight years ago, probiotics were just making a way into the market and thought it would be a nice twist to add them. And it ended up just being one of the main taggers that got our products out into the market to where people really were looking at it because it was something different. Are you direct to consumer as well or just in the nice? Yeah. So we're direct to consumer and we're, you know, selling to distributors, retailers, everything kind of in between. So I'm just curious, how do you get the probiotics into the nuts? Do you do it when they're growing? One at a time. You have a little needle. (laughs) No, no, no. We do get asked that question a lot. We've implemented it into our our coatings and into our seasoning. The application of it is something that, you know, we don't really tell anyone just because then everyone would copy us and, you know, (laughs) we wouldn't want that. Trade secret, right. What's your most popular flavor? It would be the habanero and the dark chocolate. And in between was maybe smoked gouda. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. You're kind of doing what the Lay's potato chips did, where they started adding all these flavors that consumers requested. Yes. 
in terms of marketing, how are people finding out about it? We do a lot of social media marketing, um, a lot of Facebook ads, a lot of social media or Instagram ads. We work with a PR company uh, that actually just got us featured in the US Health and News. So that was pretty awesome for us. So just stuff like that to push it out as much as we can. So do you have recipes too for some of these pistachio flavors? We work with a lot of uh, different chefs or bloggers who will take the pistachios, for instance, the milk chocolate ones and use them in cakes or cookies, um, add them in different sorts of things, the salty ones. They kind of implement them in a lot of different recipes, which is actually something that's popular on our Instagram feed. So they're fun to do. For people listening to this, like I am going, oh my gosh, I want to see these recipes right now. P-R-O-N-U-T-Z.com. Is that your Instagram handle as well? Um, our Instagram handle is Pronuts Official. What do you need help with right now? Like, how can we be most supportive? <sighs> it's not enough time to even go through all the things we need help on. <laughs> One of the biggest difficulties that I've had as a company, maybe not so much now, but was to get into uh, retail. And in the beginning, it was the chicken and the egg. The retailers wanted you to be in distribution distributors wanted you to be in retail. So trying to pass through that was so difficult. It was like, how can you do that? So I think for us right now, we try to keep everything in-house. And maybe the biggest help that we would need is just for retailers to maybe think, hey, let's just go direct with these brand and not necessarily have to always go through a distributor, stuff like that. It's, I think, one of the most difficulties or difficult aspects that we come across. Is your company mostly self-funded? Do you have investors? Have you thought about- Self-funded. I had roughly around $15,000 out of law school. And that was the $15,000 that I used to start this company. And I've been self-funded ever since then. I've had people approach me who, uh, someone approached me about last year. They wanted like 60% of the company. And I was like, really? 60% for something that I've worked for for eight years? No, thank you. I'll just continue- you know, doing this myself and growing organically. Um, And you know, your story again about your family situation, I think a lot of entrepreneurs face that, you know, when I told my mom I was going out on my own, I had worked for large companies for most of my career. She was like, you? (laughs) 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 And on the other hand, Elizabeth was like, go for it, man, go for it. And I, of course, I listened to my wife and it worked out really well. It turned out to be my thing and it really worked. But there are a lot of very practical things people out there that think that taking that kind of risk is foolish. If you're lucky enough to have a supportive family, that's great. But sometimes you just have to plow ahead based on your confidence and your idea and your skills. In the beginning, definitely it wasn't there. But now I've got all the support of everybody. And I also knew I was one of those people that I got fired from any job I ever had because I had such a hard time having someone tell me what to do. So I was like, okay, I need to make sure that I have my own business and no one can fire me. (laughs) So that was something that also really pushed me to be my own boss because it wouldn't last if I was working for somebody. (laughs) How much in sales do you have now? Um, We're over around 700,000, 800,000 in sales. That's great. Again, it is pronuts, P-R-O-N-U-T-Z.com for people who love pistachios anything your heart desires you could probably find there right yes great so you are listening to passage to profit the inventor show on wor 710 we'll be right back there's never been a better time to start your own business the opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm at gearheart law we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common they start with a solid foundation first gearheart law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs ideas and brands using patent trademark and copyright 
protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And as our final guest, we have with us Angela Wolf. And I can personally give her a resounding recommendation because she really does a fantastic job for the videos for our law firm. And we are using them all over the place. We put them on LinkedIn, Instagram, social media. She's got the magic touch when it comes to making people look good. Welcome to the show, Angela. So good to see you again. Tell us about what's going on. Thank you so much for the uh, endorsement. I love working with Gearheart and One of my favorite things about working with so many different types of clients is I feel like I learn from each of the clients I work with. And from Gearheart, you know, I never even considered that as a service person that I would need a copyright or a trademark. And I started working with you and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I need to start trademarking, you know, my tagline? Do I need to trademark my logo? So I feel like I've learned so much from you as I'm working with you. So I love being part of Fireside and Gearheart Law. As I said, we were shooting videos in the upstairs of our studio here. And one thing that I liked about working with Angela was she gives us creative input, but she doesn't try to take total control. So she does things the way we want, but with her input, and it makes for a very synergistic experience. But Angela, one thing I really wanted to touch on in this interview is you are out shooting videos again, but you are adhering to strict COVID-related protocols. So can you talk a little bit about that? My company is designed to work with corporations, small businesses, and entrepreneurs to create the perfect video for their brands. Even before COVID, we had set it up in such a way that we can scale. So based on your vision and your budget, we could scale the project up with more crew or scale it down to be very efficient. So that's really worked well uh, is a pivot for COVID. I got Safe Set certified for COVID. So I've taken an online class. I know exactly, you know, all the up-to-date protocol on running an in-person set to still be compliant for everything that's going on right now. And because we already were doing so much scaling, we can go in and just have a one or two person crew, just have your talent, and then actually do a live stream to the producers, to the clients, to anyone who normally would have been in the room to double check on the content, to double check the productions going well. We live stream them in now so they can watch it remotely from anywhere in the world, which as Elizabeth was talking about for Fireside really does open up possibilities that before you might have thought, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to fly out to, you know, California if I'm based in Philadelphia to do this shoot. Uh, now it's all a little bit more possible since we're expected to be a little bit more virtual. Can you um, give us some tips since we're all on Zoom so much now, how to look good on Zoom videos? Absolutely. I've actually started a live stream on Facebook every Tuesdays, and then I've been putting out blog posts on Thursdays on my website to talk about these fun tips about how to use Zoom and how to suddenly everyone's doing video themselves at home 
for work when you've never had to do it before. So some of my biggest tips are sit in front of a window so you're facing the window. That lets you have a lot of nice natural light, not kind of like a weird colored light. It gives you that beautiful like soft glow everyone's looking for. You're always gonna wanna use headphones like I see everyone here using because that way we don't get a weird feedback from when you're listening for someone speaking on the Zoom doesn't echo back into your microphone. And then of course, if you don't have like a studio mic, which most people don't have just lying around their house, right? Um, using headset that has a built-in microphone is really great because that way um, you're not getting the ambient noise of your dog's barking or your kids running around. You know, your the microphone's so close to your mouse and to the source that it can be quieter and only pick up what you want it to pick up. What are some of the guidelines if you were going to want to do something in person? Like, is it a certain amount of people? Like, what are, could you share some of that? Absolutely. So I'm based in Philadelphia. And right now I know for Pennsylvania, if you're doing anything inside, it has to be less than 25 people total. So that includes anyone who might work at your building's office who's going to still be in the same room, right? So we want to make sure that it's as small as possible. We also want to make sure anyone who's not on camera uses a mask at all times. We do temperature checks before people come in to double check that uh, no one's running a fever. You have them fill out a compliance form that confirms, you know, they haven't gone to a high risk area in the past 14 days. Uh, they don't have any symptoms like a cough. They haven't been with anyone who's had any symptoms. And then, of course, we also keep the talent six feet away at all times from each other. So normally, Elizabeth and Richard can attest to this, that we, we tend to shoot very close together in a lot of spaces. But for this, we are now separating people farther away if they both have to be on camera at the same time. Even doing something where just the crew come in and do the setup, and then everyone leaves except for the camera operator. And then that's when the client can come in and sit down on camera. So you don't have a full crew everyone in the room at one time. So we are coming to the end of the segment and Angela, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Can you tell people where they can find you? Absolutely. So I have a website. It's www.angelawolfvideo, wolf like the animal.com. Or you can also go on to bit.ly slash AWV checklist. And that is going to be a checklist about how to do videos at home, how to start making branded videos and all the questions you have about branded videos. So that's a really great resource. If you want to download that, it's completely free. And then that also has all my contact information. If someone reads through it and says, wow, this is a great idea. I know I need branded videos. I don't think I'm ready yet. I need to talk to someone about it. So that's all there too. Well, great. Thanks for that. You're listening to Passage to Profit. We'll be right back after this message. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application, that you're planning to build or sell or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark.
trademark office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. An absolutely amazing show today. I was just so pleased with the way the show turned out. We had a wide variety of things, but I felt like there was such a positive energy and positive spirit with the show today. I really felt the same way, and that's always great to uh, experience that. We are doing this on Zoom, as you know, because we're in quarantine. We do need to thank our wonderful producer at iHeartMedia in New York. We used to go into the studio and Noah would be in the sound control room and he would be adjusting everything. He'd run into the studio and tell us, no, no, he didn't do that right. And he would get perfect sound for iHeartRadio, which iHeartRadio, as you know, is very high quality. So they wanted perfect sound. So he's been running our show for us. He has been taking the Zoom audio, which is not as good as his audio, obviously, fixing it up as much as he can and putting these shows on the radio for us, which is amazing because it allows us to generate brand new content every week and really keep our fingers on the pulse of what's going on with small business during times of COVID and quarantine. So thank you, Noah. Thank you for working your magic. I'm going to do a quick run through of the websites in case you missed them, and then we'll do a final wrap up. So Richard is Gearheart Law, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com if you have a question on patent, trademark, or copyright or some litigation, somebody suing you for patent infringement or what have you. Or if you want to sue them. Yeah. <laughs> and our guest was Chris Pan with myintent.org. And if you haven't looked at that, just know that a ton of celebrities are using it. So if they like it, it's got to be great. But I like it. I'm using it. And then we had Dan Tran and Bob Stevens, who have taken the men's dressy shirt, maybe business casuals, what you'd want to call it, and made it feel like you're wearing your favorite pajamas. <laughs> I'm, I'm itching to get into one. <laughs> Buttercloth. You can find them on buttercloth.com. And then we had Shauna Amadian. And although her name sounds like almonds, she's selling pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that one, but... <laughs> I love them all, but um, has had a pistachio business for many years now because people just rave about her different flavored pistachios that also have probiotics in them. And they're quite popular. You can find those at pronuts, P-R-O-N-U-T-Z.com. And finally, we had Angela Wolf with Angela Wolf Video. She is a videographer and editor, and she does an excellent job. We highly recommend her. And I don't want to forget that Coach Kenya always joins us. Kenya is our iHeartMedia maven. And if you'd like to contact her, it's Kenya Gibson with a P at iHeartMedia.com. Expressing my gratitude to iHeart Digital Media. Your Heart Law has been using the digital services for a long time, and they're absolutely great. They've really helped our company grow. iHeart is not just concerts, entertainment, music. They have a whole range of services and Kenya is definitely the one to work with. You. We appreciate the opportunity to work with you. Let's start with Chris. Any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off? The best way to tap into your word, into your intention is um, the reminder right behind you guys, which is I heart. You know, put your hand on your heart take a few deep breaths and just connect with your heart. That's great. Bob, Don, do you have any final thoughts for us? It's just been an amazing group of guests today and just so happy to be part of it. And everyone uh, 
Stay comfortable. Kenya? It was great to be a part of this conversation today. You're listening to Passage to Profit. Don't forget to like us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and check out our new YouTube channel as well. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt on WOR 710, the voice of New York. Thank you.